Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Evolve with Jack and Susanna. And if you're a regular follower, then you may have noticed we haven't been here for a little while, and that's because we've been busy having a little newborn baby, which has taken up a hell of a lot of time. And has <laughs> yeah. uh, been very full on, so podcast has literally not been possible, to be honest. Not um, at all. So this week we are going to share our story from I think the the day that Lily came to now and just share our our adventure because we've had some real ups and downs and ups and downs and yeah I think it's been a real roller coaster of emotions and I've never been through anything like I have been for the last few weeks so uh this should be a fairly interesting <laughs> episode, um, particularly if you're interested in, in births and, and learning about having a newborn. I think it would be as... And you, you might hear Lily in the, in the background because she is currently breastfeeding. Her mum can't seem to get away from sitting on the sofa and, and breastfeeding literally all day. Now she's snuggling. She's snuggling, that's what she's mm-hmm. doing. She's not breastfeeding. But this is some lovely sound effects in the back. Yeah. We're very excited to share this period. It's been... We've been quite isolated, I have to say. Very isolated. Since she came. And it's been, yeah, full on, as you said. What an adventure. Mm. Um, so let's just start from the beginning. Okay. So, yeah. That, that's, so, Lily came. So, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I really think we're stuck. <laughs> so I can begin. The 21st okay. of March, we went into... I was going to go there, but I was also thinking, do we... <laughs> sorry, do we do we speak about um, how desperate we was for Lily to come even sooner than that? Yeah, it was absolutely should. going out of our mind. <laughs> so the first day before, whatever, the 14th of March, we got told that Lily would be... Susanna like, would be induced on the 21st of March, this first day, so the following week. And we were certain she was going to come before that. We had it in our mind. She was going to be a Pisces baby. And we was going out of our mind. Particularly you, Susanna. I'm so crazy. (laughs) Absolutely nuts. I wanted her to come. And I was so angry and desperate for her to come. When I say angry, obviously it's a small problem in a big world. But for me, waiting for so long for her arrival, it felt like it was never happening. It felt like forever. 
and I had all the symptoms as uh, they already told me on the 14th that my body had started opening up so they were like that's great your body is preparing for labor and I was like perfect she's definitely gonna come I knew it like mm, I was so sure of this no induction needed and then yeah I had the I do not know the name of this in English I'm sorry but to describe when a part of labor is starting you can get these bleedings that's Kind a of like mucus plug. Yeah, a mucus plug. Or in Swedish, slemproppen. Mm. And uh, I had that happening a few days before the 21st. I was like, great, it's starting. And I felt more intense uh, like pre-work in my body. But still nothing. And it sucked. We had so many, so the- many close calls. We, we had this particular evening. Um, on the Friday, this is the day after we find out. Mm. Susanna was two centimeters open. We were certain she was going to come. She was mm. like, She's gonna come. She's gonna come. We got really excited. Nothing happened. It was awful. And that was you like really <laughs> went on that trigger as well. You should have seen Jack. He was like, "She's definitely gonna come now. This is so exciting." And so I was thinking, "Actually, you're right, Jack. She is gonna come." And then when she didn't come, I was like, "You idiot, Jack. You fucking <laughs> idiot. You fooled me. She didn't come, and I'm still waiting." And you were obviously having a a laugh for a go a little me. bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny, but even towards the end, I think it was a bit excruciating. Like he, I remember you, you called me up and because you was walking to the shops and you was like, mm. Jack, I'm having some really like, intense like contractions, and I was like, it's starting, like oh my god. And you said then, straight away, you were like, oh my god, I need to stop working now. Let's go in now. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we're not gonna go in just because it's starting. <laughs> and then nothing more happened, and no. it was just very much like me. So. Anyway, the 21st of March, I had an appointment booked to go in to Uppsala and see the special care or the special midwife and everything that I have due to my diabetes type 1. And I had a meeting with a doctor who was obviously planning for induction for me. So they had told us, bring your bags and we will take it as it comes during the day and see how open you are, how prepared your body is. And then decide the type of treatment and the reason they do the induction before is like before due date as due date was the 26th of March is just because of the uh, diabetes and the the high risk pregnancy of it even though everything with my pregnancy was totally absolute normal and fine um, so we went in with our bags we packed and like quite excited you know it's a very special feeling to know okay today's the day is gonna happen yeah. most likely Lily comes today or at least Friday. Like she will come within the next day or two. Mm. Uh, so f- very weird feeling, you know, especially as you waited for so long. We're like, oh, all packed, all ready. But we came in and they did the, um, sh- yeah, the regular checks on me and I had been, uh, definitely had opened up more. I yeah, think it was I mean, like two like, and a half centimeters. Yeah, it was about bed. two and a half, three centimeters. So that was great. And they said it's a little bit left, um, Obviously, it's a whole process of the body opening up. We don't have to go into detail. But they, the, the main thing is that that lady, the doctor, do you remember that she put her fingers inside of me when she was doing like the examination? Oh, yeah, she like kind of wiggled them around. And she literally like... <laughs> her fingers around me. Imagine I was like, what you were. I was like, it's fine if you do this with a partner. <laughs> yeah, but to have it from someone odd. and sitting there separating your legs and you just standing next by, I was like... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> really weird. But basically, she she moved, moved some stuff like, and then since then, you you were getting 
contractions basically yeah she definitely helped starting it and that was so good because i had a real big fear of induction just saying that Mm. it was i had to really work through this mentally of accepting that my body might need some help and support and i really did not want any stimulating medicine to get it like the only thing that would feel okay was for them to break the water or this balloon that you can put in Mm. Uh, but the balloon wasn't necessary as it was already open it was more to get the contractions going and eventually breaking the water. Mm. So we got down to the labor part. They had uh, booked a room for, for us. We got down there at like one o'clock, I think, mm. uh, the 21st. And straight away we met our team. And just to say our midwife, the main midwife that we had during the labor, she was incredible. We, Hel- we Helena. Had, yeah, we, yeah, we had the best midwife one yeah. could possibly ask for, for particularly for us because we had done so much well you had done so much preparation in terms of uh, hypnobirthing breathing mindfulness and um, that I've... was extremely important for us and this particular lady was teaching uh, active breathing during labour and she's a real big supporter of going through labour naturally mm. so we were very very blessed in terms of who we got because she connected with us so actually very well. quickly mm. and she was very uh, yeah supportive and, she felt and, like a very wise spirit yes, she was so instantly. calm and wise and really respected you and I in our way she asked me you know as you can write like a labour letter before mm. where I wrote about hypnobirthing and active breathing as you said and she was so so interested in it. she was like explain for me what what does that really entail what does it mean and i was saying that it's like doing a labor that's without pain relief that's my biggest wish even if you do break the water whatever you do i want to do it as natural as possible i trust my body yeah and she was obviously just the best support and no questioning no pushing nothing and during the whole labor she was just telling us both what a great team we were and well, how well we were doing explain for everyone now i will so, go into more detail yeah. i just meant like first her yeah she obviously this episode is not about her out. but she gets a big shout out yeah and uh, yeah now so we came in at one and we yeah. met the team okay so i was i was what just gonna say to like her? if you if you explain to everyone like your version of the labor from, from the start to be good yeah that's so, what i was gonna know. do okay sorry <laughs> You just don't want to give away the ending before... No, I just said that she was a great support. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So we came in at one o'clock and got a room and we met her, the team as well around them. It's more people. And uh, yeah, they checked me straight away and how I was doing. And she obviously saw that I was having contractions. And the plan was to break the water and see how the body was uh, responding. At 3 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's my foot. Sorry. It's like so much bath. There's so much air in the ankle. Yeah. <laughs> Side note. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, you and I were obviously in the room, mainly on our own in the beginning. They were quite respectful and left us a little bit because they, I wasn't open a lot yet. The contractions were starting and they were getting more regular. That was the main thing. First, they were quite irregular there in the morning part. But then they started to come more regular, which was a great sign. And uh, I think when she came in around three o'clock, she said as well, do you want to break the water now? Or how do you feel? And I think I was around four centimeters open by then. 
Something Definitely. like that. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. I think you said, well, at first it was like, can we wait a bit longer? That's when but I said a three. I think it was mainly just to get some preparation beforehand, like eat something, drink, like get yourself prepared. Yeah, or no, it was the main thing I wanted. It was because I wanted to do that last bit on my own. She said, you're not fully open. There was a single part, like a corner part oh, okay. that hasn't, hadn't left. And I said, like in the cervix. Mm. And I said, can we wait 30 minutes? And just let me like mm. breathe through it and wait. And then when she came in to examine it next time, it, it was gone. actually gone. Okay, which okay. helped the process with breaking the water. Right, 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 right. Uh, which is the cool part, you know, you, I could feel that the body was working and I didn't want to stress the body more. Um, but main thing, 3.30 in the afternoon p.m. they broke the water. And yeah, how was that? They move everything around and water flushes out of you. It's quite weird, you know, and you have these big panties on and everything just like runs down your legs. <laughs> it's like you're peeing yourself a lot. Giving birth is messy. Let's just put that out it's there. It's like. very messy. <laughs> it's it's not so <laughs> boring. Yeah. Hello, Lily. And a little baby waking up here as well. Oi. So, yeah. So the the water was was broken, and I think then things actually really started to to kick off. Basically, I mean the contractions got. More intense. More intense. And they were quite intense beforehand anyway. Um, yeah, but not as at all. Like, the first stage was one type of intensity. It's still so you can breathe and handle and you get a bit of pause. Mm. When I started to get into that active phase after four centimeters, it was totally different. Sorry, I'm trying to multitask and give her my booby at the same time as telling the birth story. So... 3.30, water broke, and intense, or the contractions were intense. And it was still bearable, so I could handle it. And working through the breath was very helpful. And I have to say, it's really true what they say regarding the feeling you have of a contraction. It is like a mountain. It gets more deeper and intense the longer... Say that it starts and you can feel that it's coming. It's like a mountain, you're climbing up for the mountain and you know there's going to be a top of this mountain which is going to be intensely painful. Even though I don't want to use the word pain, but physically intense, you feel it. And it's like taking a grip of your whole body. All you can do is like trying to survive or think about surviving, climbing up that mountain. And then when it fades away, it's like the biggest relief of like, oh, finally it's gone. And then it comes again. But I have to say the contractions were not just intense. They came very regular for me. I barely had any breaks. My body was opening up so quickly, so fast from the moment they, yeah, from like 3.30 when they broke the water. Um, I remember you and I, we were sitting and breathing together in the room. And I think... Like from my experience, what I felt was that in the beginning, you were more trying to multitask with like mainly the diabetes and like giving me something to drink and trying to find your place around me and how to support me. But then naturally we just found this like incredible rhythm of how you were sitting next to me and breathing together. So it was all about the breath and the cool thing was that I thought that it would be mainly me working with the breath, but it really became the synchronized 
experience of you helping me get through the contractions through the breath and breathing with me um, couldn't couldn't agree more i i think i was even shocked about how much it was a teamwork rather than a solo thing i knew i had to be supportive in terms of i've always been like massages and maybe like uh like speaking to you and telling you how well you're doing but i think in the end actually the most important thing was as you just said it was breathing with you and kind of going in this synchronized rhythm um and kind of going through it actually together even though i wasn't going through the physical uh labor sensations, <laughs> sensations. be happy but for that actually like I mean, it, it really, like, there's one thing I learned from that labor experience is that actually it should be a teamwork thing. I'm shocked how women go through that by themselves, like, or if their partners are just sitting down watching. I mean, that would have been so hard to just sit there watching you go through this excruciating ordeal mm. and not being able to do anything. But actually, as a guy, you have a lot you can do mm. for, the, for the woman. Mm. Um, yeah, and for those of, obviously it might be women who want to do it on their own, fair enough, but as you saw, you saw another couple where a guy was uh, just sitting, you know. Yeah, he was just standing up, like he, he, his woman was going, like, like contractions, and maybe it was because he was out in public, but he was kind of standing there just a bit with his coffee, drinking it, having no idea what to say or do, mm-hmm. he's kind of just like, uh and to be fair, it could have just been because we were at the start. And I was like that at the start. I was just like, uh, what do I do? This is a bit like, you know, all you can do is just stand there. But that's not true at all. Once you get into it, there's a lot you can do as a guy. But I didn't experience that you were, like, lost. I think you just found your deeper place. There were your deeper meaning in the labor as time was going. But from the beginning, you were so focused and helping and talking to me. And you were using a lot of, like, affirmations as well. And <laughs> you kept on saying that, like, the crowd was there, the crowd is cheering towards me, and I'm doing so well, I'm incredible, and yeah, it was I mean... so, it was so funny, because it was really helping me, and I really needed you to talk to me, which I told you, like, keep on talking to me, because when the physical sensation comes, it's nice to focus on the breath and listening to what you're saying. But after hearing for a couple of hours that the crowd was cheering on me, I was thinking, honestly, I don't care if the crowd is cheering. <laughs> Jack, I know you want the crowd to be cheering. Yeah, like, okay, if someone says to you, just keep talking to me, and you have very, very little you can say in that situation, you kept repeating yourself. So I was like, imagining Susanna running in this marathon. I was like, you're in the lead. Everyone's like got the Swedish flags out, like cheering and saying, yeah. Like, <laughs> and like kept referring to the fact like you're like kind of, like every every like, contraction was like kind of one step closer Closer-y. and just kind of repeating that. And, Which is um, so necessary to hear. God yeah. bless. It's, you, this is the biggest pra- practice of being patient and present I've had. Like staying in the present moment, not thinking about all the contractions that will come, only being with the one that I'm experiencing as all of them had different intensity and length and it's just, it would scare my whole nervous system if, if I went into the loop of thinking about all the pain that I would feel. So it was so good to just be like, this is the one, this is bringing me closer and not focusing on yeah, yeah the whole loop. The thing is, you never know how long the leg will be. And it's it's very 
it's challenging for the mind. It's such a meditative practice to just surrender and be like, I don't care about how open I am or where I am in the labor. I, I'm just going to be in it and I'm going to fully uh, use my energy to focus. Uh, I've never felt so focused in my whole life. This is like the biggest practice of focusing I've had. Uh, you had to, because otherwise uh, I feel like the pain would have been too much, or the mm. physical sensations would have been too much. Mm. Like every contraction, you had to be in some real deep focus and you needed to breathe for it, basically. Mm. And any time the midwife and the nurses would come in and they'd maybe ask some questions and, and it kind of threw you off track right. a little bit and threw me off track because I was like speaking to them. I felt like it was a lot more, it was worse. Like if your mind kind of wobbles off, yes. like that's when it kind of really grapples at you. But if you're really in it, focusing, breathing, then it makes it a little bit more bearable. Mm. And it's kind of right coming from the guy who didn't experience any of these sensations. No, but it's but true. from an observer, yeah. that's what it seemed like. Yeah, <laughs> it was like that. Mainly, I think, as they come in regular to say, check the baby's heart uh, rhythm, to see that the baby is fine during the contractions and that it's not too stressed. Uh, you have to lay in the bed. And laying on the back was the most painful position mm. for me. That and standing up was horrible. Mm. And I thought, as like doing my research before and reading, that I had a couple of positions I wanted to be in. I had to surrender to all of it. Like The only position that worked for me was sitting up. Normal sitting up and leaning a little bit forward. Mm. That was it. I couldn't do anything else because every time we tried, like even being on the knees, it was like I had no control. The only time I really could relax was like sitting, hinging forward, like relaxing my belly, dropping my whole head, shoulders melting and just like, <sighs> yeah. But the shower came after. That was like the next step when I felt like it was getting more intense. Why do I say more intense? It was always intense. But you have to understand that when you're in labor, if you haven't gone through labor, it, it builds up more and more and more and more. And after a while, when you're in it, you feel, this, I can't handle it. Even my mind was thinking, I totally understand why women take epidural. Yeah. I understand why women take pain relief. I'm still not going to do it, but I understand. Oh, this is fucking completely. horrible in terms at the, of... At the start, like from the very get-go, they seem pretty painful. Like even like before we had the water broken mm -hmm. like it seemed yeah, like it was, it, it was intense yeah. like he was like whoa i mean by the time we got to the, the shower part which we'll explain in a second they they were incredibly mm. intense like really something else yeah. and and they only increased after that like, yes, they kept on going and obviously this is because my body was opening up quickly mm. for a first time uh, mom or for being in the first time labor it normally isn't this quick. Standard is that it's much longer. You open up half a centimeter if you're lucky every hour. But I was open up more rapidly and therefore it was extremely intense. Mm. It was like hard, hard work and do it quickly. Yeah. But we went into the shower around 5 o'clock or 5.30 I think. 5 at least. And in the beginning I was like sitting down there in the shower and I was kind of having you pouring water on top of me. I wanted to go into the, to a bath, but when you've had your water broken, you're not allowed to because it's a risk of infection. Um, but that was just oh, horrible. I kind of like disappeared, you know, it's an out of body experience. Yeah. And in the midst of it, I, I needed you to stand with me in the shower. So I remember, all I remember is 
My eyes were always closed during the labor. I have to say this. I closed my eyes all the time, regardless if the midwife was in the room. If you were close to me, I couldn't have my eyes open. But I have one view from being in the shower, and that is looking straight forward. And there you were, and it, all I could see was your boxers. <laughs> <laughs> and you were standing with your like. <laughs> my jogging bottoms were getting absolutely soaked. I was like, right, I have to get into my, my boxers. <laughs> I have to be fully prepared for this. Yeah. It was so, a little bit awkward when the nurse came in, and I'm just like standing with my boxers. <laughs> right, you were completely naked. So I didn't even care. I was no. naked, and you were, yeah, I was hinching forward and sitting on this little old school thing. Oh my God, that was yeah. something else. Something else. We were there for a while in the shower. Ages. Yeah. For me, it felt like ages because I, when I was standing up, like my back was killing me. It was an awkward position, and I keep going over and, and I had no idea how he was going to get you out of the shower. Mm. I was like, this, this has to come to an end. But how the hell are you going to stand up, no. walk out of this bathroom, mm. down into the bed? How are you going to get dry? Like I have all <laughs> these questions running through my mind because Susanna was completely. Like, the, the contraction would come it would last like quite a bit of time yeah. and then she would have about you'd have about 10 seconds maximum, maximum. and then boom it would hit you again 10 mm. seconds boom again it was like non-stop it was quite it was overwhelming just like, it was crazy yeah, that was the point I was like wow this is this is unbelievably I, I don't know how to even how to deal it. with it and it's like when you have the water as I wanted to have the water to make me warm it makes me relaxed and it did very much help it's like I wanted it on my back and I also wanted it on my belly, but obviously that doesn't work. So it was like when you were on my back, I wanted you to be on my belly. And like you were moving around with that shower, uh, what do you call it? The shower head. Which, yeah, shower. Um, <laughs> back and forth, over and over. Yeah. And I was like leaning towards you. And main thing, as with the breathing, we haven't said this, was doing sound effects. Yes. So I was constantly doing yeah. the sound effect of uh, like releasing deeply yeah. and uh, that was so helpful. It doesn't sound very nice, it sounds very weird, but it's extremely powerful to release uh, physical sensation. I think that was one of the things we said, it's like you breathe in the energy. We, we both last year took a breathing course mm-hmm. um, and that was one of the things she, she did was you breathe in and then you would release with sound. So you'd either go, oh, ooh, or like make different mm. sound effects. And Very for powerful. us, it was like you breathe in that energy, give like give, give you, yeah, give you energy and then release all this tension through the sound of like, ah. Uh, and, and making the ah uh, long. Really long, mm. yeah. It's very cool. It's yeah. very powerful. Mm. And as I didn't know how long the contraction was going to be, I had heard someone else say, like, you can go through it with four breaths, but that wasn't working for me. I had to go through a lot more breaths. Like, they Mm. held in for such a long time. And mainly in the shower, what was happening was I was opening up more and more. So this was, like, very much the active phase. That's why it was so intense. And it was going quickly. I was opening up at least one centimeter an hour there. And... uh, by the time, yeah, by the way, all, when you get the contractions, side note, not so fun side note, you really feel like you want to shit as well. So the belly moves a lot. And that was horrible. So before I went into the shower, mm. I had to go to the toilet, which I was telling you, not to pee, like literally to poo. And having like the sensation of contractions coming, it's so intense, I can't survive it. The whole pelvis, the whole belly, the back. 
and then wanting to poo in it is like what do i do <laughs> what do i focus oh, on I how do i get out of it and i remember looking at the door and they said like remember to lock the door because there was a room next to yeah. to us that we shared i never locked the door I didn't understand. I was just it looking was at so this. so weird. You're, you're in this bathroom which is shared next door. So you have to lock both. I know, both ways. Oh. I never locked the door and I was always thinking, I don't know what that sign says. I don't understand. <laughs> but then when the label was over and I saw the sign, I was like, Ugh, I'm stupid. Like yeah. I was sharing with another person. Yeah, later on me and the, the, the next door guy, we both went in to pee at the same time. Really? Like, Oops. <laughs> he left. I was like, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. that didn't happen to me when I was sitting yeah. there. And you, and you threw up in the shower. Yeah. Well, that was something else. Which... How did that feel for you? We had said a little bit about it before. I always said no. Well, you had warned me that there's potential for you to shit yourself, to throw up, to blood everywhere. Like I, like you gave me prepared. all the facts. I was prepared, and mm-hmm. in it, when you know, when you threw up, it was more just like, okay, let's, I'm so happy we're in the shower right now. Yeah, because I was it was like it. the best place you could wash it all away. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so smooth. You straight away just washed me over. Yeah. It was easy, mm. actually. Mm. So, and I can cool. say that it actually helped because we had been drinking a lot of like orange juice and stuff, which has a lot of it was acids. Like fruit smoothies, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but fruit smoothies and the orange, like, uh, yeah, juice. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, the small ones. Anyway. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. To just keep my blood sugar good as well yeah. during the labor because I need to eat regularly. It's a lot of acids in it. So I would recommend for anyone else who does it, don't drink too much juice. It makes you <laughs> want to vomit. Yeah. And I felt for acid in my belly. I was like, okay, it's all coming up now. Uh- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And when I was in the shower, I had this out-of-body experience of thinking about myself being in the shower and feeling my body so heavy, so deeply heavy and the intensity of this strong feeling taking over my body. Were you just going to pass out? I was passing out. It was like being super wasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But super conscious also, like observing myself from above, like, wow, I'm really... My body's working, like the uterus is so strong and I'm just in it and... You know, the whole head is spinning in it as well. 
Yeah, again, you just have to focus on one breath at a time, one contraction at a time. Absolutely. But yeah, what happened afterwards? Well, when we, did we get out of the shower? Well, we somehow managed to get out. I had to call the nurse in. Yeah, they um, helped us. She right? was she was a very young nurse, so she was like training to become a nurse. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit like she was obviously very nice and she was training, but like obviously you were a bit like awkward at the start when you were learning any job. Mm-hmm. Like so, it was a bit like oh okay. Um, but somehow... Which is a kind of a hard energy to have when you are in labour. It's very hard. I had I written admit. actually all my labour letter that I didn't want and yeah, the students. Did, so yeah. they actually asked me when I was there, is it okay that she's present? She's going to work in this specific labour um, yeah. afterwards or in this specific specific part of the hospital. And when someone is standing there in a room looking at you, it's not like you're going to go, uh, no. <laughs> Even though I had written in my labour letter. So I... Actually, I wanted them to respect that, but when she was there present, I couldn't say no. Yeah. So it was like, oh, just, you just had to do just it come bit. along. Yeah. yeah, and it's good, and you know, it's good experience for her. Like, yes. she she needed it because hopefully, in yeah, a few years she'll. But when when you have that energy of someone being insecure, it's quite hard because when being in labor, I couldn't talk, I couldn't communicate yeah. to you. What would, I was doing the same thing all the time. When a contraction was coming, I was tapping on you, yeah. tap tap. And you knew, and you said the same phrase. You were like, "Right, contractions coming. Right, let's like, bring it on. Let's bring it on. Let's breathe it through it." And that is such a jack energy. It's like, let's get through the problem. And my body was thinking, oh, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> when you say that, it sounds like I'm gonna do something really intense now. It's like, oh. yeah, that'd be something I probably wouldn't do the next time. Next time, yeah, you can just say, "Let's get it on." So yeah, let's get it on. <laughs> Um, so somehow we managed to get out of the shower. It, it was a bit of a mission for you to get dry, to put clothes oh, on. I just remember being warm. freezing. You were shivering like a, shivering um, crazy. like a leaf in the wind. It mm. was no, I was so cold yeah. afterwards. Although it helped, in, in the same time, it was quite difficult. Like it wasn't the easiest of mm. things. But when we, did we come out? Like seven o'clock around? I think maybe, so. Yeah, six thirty-seven. Yeah, six thirty. We were there for a while at least. And. Yeah, and I mean, then it just it got even more intense, and I think this 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 is where I really started to find my rhythm with you, where we're just breathing together. So we were just doing this this breathing. You'd be like breathe in, like, and then we just release like ah, uh, and we we do it together, and um, it was that that was just like it was just getting through it. It was like this last part of the marathon, mm. but something that kind of worried me was that your energy was really dropping. Like I was Susanna so was tired. honestly, if the contractions weren't there, you would have fell asleep instantly. No, I was sitting falling asleep. Yeah. The moment I had five seconds of rest, I fell asleep. Yeah. It was like your like I don't know how to say it, but like it was like your I was, I don't being was just like kind of through the lack of energy, it was kind of just got like fading in a mm-hmm. sense. But then bring it back by these contractions and fading and I was so worried because I was like, how are you gonna stay awake? Because you And saying, push a baby out. And push a baby out. Because you you were saying, oh, how long have we got left? Like, you have to tell them to check and see how open I am. But I was like, oh, God, like... Because before the shower, how open was it then? I think around, like, six centimeters. Yeah, it was around six. It was around six So coming that. in, it was, like, four around 3.30, and then six around... Five. Five. Mm. And then by the time seven hit, he was a bit like, oh, I need I to... I need to be ready soon. Like, yeah. I, I, I also said, I'm starting to feel like this sensation to push yeah so it all it came quite early that i was like oh i feel like i want to push yeah and they i remember them checking me 
Yeah. Went, was I standing up? He was standing up. He was like, I feel like I'm going to push. I was like, oh my God, is the baby coming? But it, it didn't happen at that point. It was no, just like a little... God bless. But it was like pre-prepping for the push. Mm. Um, and what did they say? Did Or did you warn me? You said to them, you said to me to not. They couldn't shake me yet. Or should, did you tell I them I kind of just did? try to get you to hold off as long as possible. Because like, you know, it's one of the things. The more you, like... I remember, like, if you would be in work or something when I didn't like my job, I'd be like, let's just not check the time for as long as you can possibly go. So mm-hmm. it makes it even better when you do check the time. That's kind of what. Because the thing is, if they checked you and you'd barely gone up, I'm thinking you're, you would have really struggled, mm-hmm. I think, if you didn't go any move up at all. Yeah. Just mentally, because you had, like, at points you were just like, this needs to be over soon mm-hmm. because of the constant sheer force of these contractions mm. um. yeah they took over the whole body the whole system but I remember at least when they did come in and they checked again um, I was, was like oh eight centimeters you was about eight close to nine centimeters but that was around eight o'clock yeah so they checked me at eight o'clock so I had like an hour where you and I was like breathing through it yeah and I actually remember looking at the time around like six thirty, seven o'clock when we did come out of the shower and thinking how long am I gonna go on? Like mm. I'm so exhausted. Yeah. And I also asked you, can we get an, some kind of energy into my body? Um, yeah. Through the. Um, so we got we we ended up we just needed you to get you hydrated basically. Yeah. You, were throwing I up drink. And you couldn't drink because, well, there was basically no time between. No, I couldn't drink. I had no space. So we got this um, pipe in your hand. The thing that they plugged in your hand at the beginning, which actually gave you a massive bruise. Mm. That's another story. <laughs> um, but basically, we, we fluided you up with mm. some salt water or whatever it was. Yeah. So it wasn't sugar. It was just uh, to keep me hydrated. To keep me hydrated. And did that probably did help a little bit to bring just fluid back into Definitely. my body. I think that really did help. It just gave you that little bit extra energy. Um, mm. And then, anyway, yeah. eight o'clock, around eight, almost nine centimeters open, it went quick. It went very quick from there because our midwife's shift was ending at nine o'clock. Yeah, and and she she said to me she was like look like um, I I will try and stay as long as possible, but it's unlikely that I will be here for the actual like the baby coming out because you know she's still got a little bit long left to go. Um, and then by the time her shift came, which was nine o'clock, mm. you was already pushing, mm. basically. Um, Do you remember how long I was pushing for? I would have been at least half half an hour. Half an hour. Half an hour. Because I remember trying to take it quite slow. Because they, they, when the push comes, you know. It's like you want to shit yourself. Yeah. And it's a deep feeling of the same feeling you have when you want to vomit as well. And you know this feeling comes from the belly and you're just like, Oh, the the bell is working and doing it. Yeah. And the rest of the body is following. Yeah. It was like that, but the opposite way down. And trying to stay as long as possible to not obviously have any tearing. It's a hard practice of. Jesus Christ! With no pain relief, this is where I was just like, "You're incredible for for doing this." Like. This was where, like, full respect, where you could have just, like, where all men should bow to women who go through this this process, because, wow, that, I was like, holy crap, how are you doing this? Because when the pushing was coming, you can just see, because I did have a little cheeky peek. Of course peak, you had a cheeky peek. Like, 
And, and I was just like, oh my God, like, how is the body doing this? But mm-hmm. when the actual, like when it was actually getting closer and closer and you could see you open up more and more mm-hmm. to the point where it was that final push mm-hmm. and you could see like there, there was a little bit of tearing of blood coming out and I was just like, oh my God, this is like the most like painful thing mm-hmm. one could experience. It was... Un- unbelievable I think I was in complete shock mm-hmm. um, it's hard point. to know it's... when to push so much to get the baby's head out because the, obviously the pushing comes and you need to like use your core and your patience to like hold it long along, yeah. but then also release yeah. and relax yeah. but I felt as I said to you and the team working with us wait just to add just to add in it, this was by like 9 o'clock so this, this midwife that's been with us the whole mm. time she ended up staying, but then we had a new team with yeah, us they came who, who in. came in. Halfway so through. The people, the people that were meant to start their shift also joined us at this point. So we had like a whole team of midwives around us. It was yeah. quite incredible, actually. How it's quite funky when you're in the labour. You're fairly like, sensational. My name is this. I thought when the team comes in and introduce themselves, obviously my eyes were closed and I was just hearing these voices introducing themselves and I was like, I'm fucking giving birth to a baby. Like, <laughs> I have no time to say hi to you was a little, and be polite. And was, I hear you as your hi. No, 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 no. Like, what, what do you say? I can just <laughs> ignore them. But I'm like, look, you don't have to say hi. You don't have to give yourself an introduction. Just do, like, come in do what you need to do because this is like intense like I yeah um, it's very, but they were they were very nice they were also very nice but I don't remember them as much I just remember the team before yeah yeah, mm. yeah. mainly um, so no yeah. I wanted to say that sorry I wanted to say that I felt uh, a, a little bit of the tearing happening up higher up in the JJ as I didn't have any pain relief and the contractions were obviously the real contractions were urged to push. Yeah. And I I felt like, how am I going to do it? Because I'm feeling it every time I'm getting closer to pushing the baby's head out. And obviously now the, the push, the urge to push now is really like, it's forcing me to push the baby out. I can't resist it. And they said, don't resist it now. Like, push through. Uh, that's not a nice feeling. <laughs> but it's a very orgasmic feeling when the baby's head comes out like when, when lady's head was like, out oh god I, I, the I release how was it to see the head out did they turn the head as well i Do don't know if they turned the head i, I remember the the, the, the baby to the final push where the baby's head came with out the blood and just blood was everywhere i saw the split and i was just like you know when I'm you say you hard. saw the split i had the tiniest little tearing after it looked the top. worse like looked honestly worse. From, from my view i was like holy shit like the whole vagina <laughs> just split open like crazy like mm. it obviously didn't but it seemed like that way because mm. i just saw it like, like the top of it was opening up and um <laughs> but it was incredible at the same time it's like the most mesmerizing mm, it's very beautiful it's very beautiful and then this this tiny little baby comes out which is a little bit blue and a little bit like <laughs> getting blood everywhere and yeah water, and then it's just making these crying sounds i think just to add to that, I think this is the most like the most emotional experience up to this point ever because I was like we were both in tears like it was so I don't know so I don't gorgeous. know it was so raw and mm. this 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 experience you have when this baby finally comes out and you're like this is our our child mm. and and this, this is, is the, the gift we have. This for is all the gift. This is the baby that's been with us for the last nine months. This is something we created. Mm. It's just it's it's un. 
describable and it's so deep particularly as the, as the guy who I would say you know whilst Lily was inside you you know I, I was connected but I wasn't like my dad instinct hadn't turned on I would say like kind of had but kind of hadn't mm. when this baby came out it was like it, there is a switch like particularly for guys it's like this animalistic instinct like boom like okay now I'm a dad like mm. there, there was no question mark around it it's mm. just like that's what happens mm. um yeah wow no you were uh, it was interesting because i am the person who cry a lot yeah but you didn't cry you were just in, you I were in felt, pure bliss i felt so calm when she came out i was like hey it's you yeah that's nice i'm yeah. so happy to finally meet you i like of course it's you yeah and you were the one sitting with tears yeah that's so true and it I was, was so the, beautiful I was that I, and you was just like finally yeah yeah just like it was the most... Yeah, it's so surreal. And so high on oxytocin as well, and all these feel-good hormones. After working so hard with my body, obviously I was very tired. And we came in already like at 8 in the morning to the hospital, you know, to talk yeah. to them and do the morning meeting and checks with uh, my midwives and stuff. So I just felt like this has been the longest day in my life. It was very long. And... It was so beautiful that it went so quick from the time the water broke. Like, yeah. And I actually felt those contractions starting more intensely. Um, so at 9.19pm. Uh, 9, yeah, 9.19. So 21.21. Mm, no, 21.19 she's born. Oh, is it 21.19? Mm. Okay, sorry. Mm. Which is kind of cool because she's born on 21st, 19. It was kind of the first realization. I was like, wow. She's born on the 21st of March, 2019. And she's, the time she came out was 2119. Yeah. Like, so easy to remember. It's like, very wow. easy to remember. Yeah. But, um, no, but she came. And obviously, we were filming a bit. And when she came, when looking back now at our film material, the first thing I say is, can she breathe? And I don't remember saying this. Yeah. And yeah. I say, she looks a little bit blue. And they say, no, but the babies can be a bit blue. I don't remember saying this, but to the fact that we had all the troubles coming up afterward with her breathing, it is so interesting that my first gut feeling was to ask, can she breathe? Because somewhere along the line, she was obviously screaming, so she could breathe, but her breathing wasn't well. Well, yeah, I mean, and, that was, yeah. yeah. It took a while for them to realize that, though. Yeah, but I guess that's the. I guess that's the next. That's the next episode. That is the, that is the next episode. I think we should. The whole split. journey yeah, after that is a whole different chapter. It, it becomes something else. I mean, this, this bit. I mean, at the point she's out, and I mean, this was like the happiest bit because mm-hmm. you just you think it's you know you think you 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 you're done like in a sense not you're done but with this like intensity mm. now it's just time to be happy and i mean actually just to, to mention something which is that it, it wasn't over for you in terms of the, the pain because you even though you was in um like kind of bliss after but then you had to get stitched up and that seemed yeah well, even and more the like, percent has to get up it's a whole work afterwards which yeah, i already like, knew yeah but it's not like when the baby's up is finished there it's like yeah. But I have to say, we left the baby with the placenta uh, to get all the blood over. That mm. was our wish, and mm. that was fine. And when they said 
Now there's no blood uh, pulsating. We can cut it. Did you cut it? Mm. Mm, you cut it. Yeah. I didn't see that though. Mm. You did it. Mm. Mm. Well, I don't remember seeing it. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so gone. Uh, then that same feeling of, of pushing came because they asked, do you, do you want this like, sometimes they give this injection, you know, to stimulate, to get mm. the placenta out. It's literally just oxytocin they send into the body. But the contraction came again or the urge to push, which I said, now I want to push. And they say, okay, push. And the placenta came in one go. It was the most easy thing easy. ever. And it was having it like having an orgasm again. I was like, ugh. And then like, ah, oh, that was so nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So several orgasms in one evening. Always good. Always very mm-hmm. good. Um, but then you have to do the after work, which is like obviously suit getting stitches. That, that particularly with that no, took a while for them yeah, to do. It took, it took I don't ages, know why. and you didn't have any epidural. I think this is the point. Like mm-hmm. when you're getting your vagina stitched up, when it's just gone through like a an ordeal. I mean, yeah. and the spraying lemon stuff or banana, whatever it is. Um, that was just the the smell, yeah. the banana and then, and then stuff. I, you have I, to explain. I got something to like as a pain relief, but it wasn't working very well. And she was obviously spraying, and she was very cute. The girl who who did it, and the lady who helped us. Yeah, she yeah. she was very nice. And then while she, but was she was just like, it has a smell of banana. I was like, I don't care. Just yeah, just do the stitches. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit strange. <laughs> So that was it. So we, you know. Yeah. How did how do you how did you feel about the labour role? Oh, it's so hard, you know, because sorry, I'm interrupting as I'm asking a question. It's really unfortunate that we went through what we had to go through afterwards, which is part two, because the labour was incredible. I mean, but uh, we could not point, enjoy it. Up to this point, like, because we'll, we'll go into the, the emotion thing in the next episode. We'll kind of keep it as a little bit of a cliffhanger. Okay. But um. Yeah, I mean, the emotions at this point were just pure happiness, like, just love, like, crying, and it's just, like, it's it's the most surreal thing mm. ever, ever. Like, holding this baby, like, skin to skin, mm. like, this ba- the baby's so smell is unbelievably nice, it's like a, it's like a drug, like, you just want to smell it the baby's head, like, it <laughs> sounds a bit weird, but trust me, when you smell a newborn baby's head, you're just like, oh, it's, it's incredible. really nice, like... Mm. Um, and we got this like I don't know Sweden gives you cheese and bread or something like with Swedish flags and some tea oh, no. so that took a long time so it, it was like start. we just kind of just like it got to about 12 1 o'clock where we, we just were ready to go to our BB it was not 1 o'clock it was at 12 we went up oh okay 12, 12 we went up then mm. and, and by this time we was exhausted and we were very ready to try and go to sleep um, and wake up to a new day with our little baby. newborn baby. But that didn't happen. No. What was to come was probably the most horrific, horrific, hellish experiences one could possibly ask for. But It requires know. a new episode. Yeah, so it does, it does require a new episode. Otherwise, we'd be going on for about two, three hours. Mm. Um, but that was our labour. And yeah. I'm so proud of us for doing it and I'm Very so happy you were there with yeah. me Jack yeah. you were the best support and I could have not done it without you and your grounding energy and your <laughs> encouraging vibe and 
you were definitely coaching me through it so <laughs> thank you for being there mm. and yeah going through it with me thank you mm. thank you i had a little bit of worry before just to admit which i told you that you hadn't prepared yourself anything yeah. which yeah. and i had felt like i had prepared myself from for month you know with yeah. all these podcasts and hypnobirthing etc etc but honestly you just stepped in that was all you did and it, you did it fucking amazing you stepped in like a king oh thank you mm -hmm. thank and it you. really helped me get through all the physical work and mental work thank you think. that was my i think that was my main point like because you you had said to me we even had like a few little like so like a tiny bit bigger over it like in a mm. sense of like you know jack like you do you, do you have a clue what to do and i mean the first role play we did in labor was um was when you said when you said okay let's start you you have contraction my thought was like oh shit like <laughs> and you uh, said out loud you were like okay you're in contraction oh shit <laughs> i was like jack you can't do that if i'm really having contractions you can't say oh shit out loud and, and scare me <laughs> yeah. i need you to be calm and you were like uh so what do I do? I try to pack the list yeah, of I items. No I was idea. like, Jack. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's no funny idea. looking back at it. It's yeah. a good laugh. Yeah. Mm. But what would you, like, what would be your biggest advice? So for someone listening to this who's planning on getting pregnant or is pregnant, what would you say you should do before labor, during labor? Like, oh, yeah. But let's over. just focus on the labor part. Okay. I think if you want to do it naturally like I did, regardless of how you want to do it, focus on like having a, a, a strategy on how to do it. For me, obviously, the breath and staying in this hypnobirthing space, like the meditative space, was the key. And I decided that a long time before the labor started. That was a big focus. and like a vis visualization that I could do it. I trusted my body to do it. Also, during the labor, I had a mantra that came to me. So this uh, sentence that I kept on repeating and the sentence was so simple. It was, I can do it. I can do it. I'm made to do it. I can do it. And that kept on coming and coming and coming. And I just needed to like cling on to it or hang on to it to, to know that I was capable of doing it, which is so so cool and so so Absolutely. incredible but you smashed that labor like you're like a boss no you really did do an, thank you an, an incredible job i was so impressed and proud i mean as a guy watching not just watching but you know what like seeing what you was going through i mean it was something else like and the fact that you did that whilst with diabetes type one no yeah. <laughs> no pain relief like nothing you just did it through pure breathing mantras like pure mindset mm. and focus and a lot of stubbornness um, and a lot of stubbornness mm. it was it was something else so mm. yeah. i'm very proud of myself definitely and it feels so cool to say that i'm proud of us as a team as i've mm. said too but i'm very proud of the fact that i did it because it was so important for me to be able to to go through it and stick through it so and it was all worth it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Even though the first hours you feel like, I don't want to do this again. Yeah. But then the yeah. day after when you have the baby, you're like, oh, I could do this over and over. It's yeah. so worth it. <laughs> it's so funny. And, and for any guys listening, the advice I would give 
to what to do during labour is, I, I mean, as you say, you're going to need a strategy. And, and to be honest, I would say the biggest, the best strategy you can use is the breath and just deep breathe, breathing and, and try this beforehand. Like and help deep, each other to Deep breathe. breaths and help each other, breathe through it mm. together and almost just be this kind of motivational coach, as you said. And it was just like, keep reminding your woman how well she's doing how incredible she is like keep that motivational support going just mm. over and over and over again i felt like i was repeating myself but it didn't matter like, i just said the same thing over and over and over For again hours, but it didn't but it matter everything i needed yeah so just keep speaking to her i mean it actually it does depend on on the lady as well like mm. it depends do you want to be touched do you do you want someone to speak to you or do you want to be in your own place actually you have to work this out together but mm. I mean there is things you can do with her and I think this is the biggest realisation your role is extremely important mm. even if they say they don't want you to be there at the start maybe mm. I think that I think that everyone is so unique and different yeah. so it's really like depending on what you what you want when you are going into labour you have to find your way and work your way around yeah. I knew I wanted your support and yeah, I emotionally true. needed you as I wanted to do everything without relief or pain relief. And I knew that women have been doing this the whole time, years back. And I wanted you to remind me of that. Mm. Mm. But again, everyone is so different. That's very true. But depending, regardless of how you want to do your labor, find a strategy and a motivating factor before. If you have fear, work through your fears before there are amazing tools and ways to work through it the yoga and meditation and again listening Exercise. to these hypnobirthing files you can google hip hypnobirthing has really helped me so learning how to deeply relax into my body into every cell um it's so cool again i i look forward to sharing the video as well of our labor mm. and how that was with uh, you listening it's yeah we filmed the whole thing obviously with some uh, <laughs> some sound issues that's what I was going to say it doesn't ah, okay. matter yeah it doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter too much. Mm. but that's it so that's it for part one of our labour our labour mm. um, and Lily coming to the world our beautiful Lily, Lily our beautiful little we daughter. haven't even said anything about her it's so fascinating we just talked about the, the physical labour yeah. but let's take Lily, Lily and her arrival in next one <laughs> because she is <laughs> she a very a very special spirit that's for sure yeah yeah um, yeah thank you for listening yeah. it feels good to be to be back sharing mm. if you have any questions or anything you want to share obviously let us know. Um, and see you for the next. See you next week with yeah. part two. Hey, Dor. <laughs> hey, Take care. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.